Hey, welcome to Toon Time, bringing you Newcastle news and transfer rumours. So, today, the, um, there was a friendly between Newcastle and Burnley in, in, a, in the Portuguese training camp. It was um, closed door, behind closed doors friendly, and they had both games. There was two games of 11 aside uh, running concurrently, and is how it worked was they had for each half that had different teams for each half in each game. Uh, the Newcastle United sides won both games. Uh, well, it's better to it's better explained when read from the side. So this is how it reads: two evenly split un- United lineups played against experienced and new for Claret sides, respectively, before switching opposition after four to five minutes. The men in black and white prevailed in each of their respective halves, with a team captained by Jamal Lascelles beating a youth for Burnley 4-1 over 45 minutes with goals from Joe Woodick who scored two, Elliot Anderson and Miguel Almiron. Almiron was back on the, short, on the score sheet against Burnley's stronger lineup after a short break, rounding off a 2-1 scoreline after Claret's left back. Ian Matson had cancelled out Callum Wilson's clinical opener. Meanwhile, a United eleven captain by Dan Byrne prevailed 1-0 against an experienced Burnley side led up top by Ashley Barnes and Jay Rodriguez. Alan Sam Matsiman getting the only goal from close range. After the break, Matt Ritchie and Jacob Murphy were on the score sheet against a younger-looking Burnley, sending the Magpies into Tuesday's match at Benfica on the back of a clean sweep. So, yeah, it was essentially, they just had two two teams and they mixed it up a little bit, you know. It's, um, it's good to see teams getting sharper, being really clinical with their finishing. Because there's some good finishes when I saw um, the highlights. Miguel Amaran was looked quite confident with his finishes, finishing with some power and decisiveness, you know. Callum Wilson's finishes were quite nice as well. And when and San Maximan he got a couple of assists or he made a couple of key passes for the, for the goals. So that was good to see. That the more I see that you can really see the effect Eddie House having on the players. Because when all the talk was after uh San Maximan from certain sections of the fan base they're saying, oh, no, he's not buying into it. You can see that it really is. is, is there's no attitude being shown. He's, he's um, training hard. He's got his fitness up. When you see, he does still do frustrating things. There's no doubt about that. But he's getting his head up quicker, looking for the pass, which which opens up the, the opposition, which will open opportunities for him. And I think that's what Eddie Howe's trying to drum into it, into his, his uh, playing style, that the game becomes a lot easier when you move the ball, because the ball creates space. You know, as much as he's brilliant in terms of his dribbling and his ability to make creative um, moves, if you move the ball quickly and effectively, inevitably space will open up. And with more space, he'll have more opportunity to get goals and assists. And that's what everyone wants to see. 
from the a player that could be a superstar, you know. And I think having more higher quality players that he he was talking about in that in that interview, that very unfortunate interview, it's like uh, Bruno Guimaraes and Sven Batman that will help as well. And having them there will make him understand that he has to raise his bar to the levels that they are going to bring this club to, you know. And that's what that's what it's supposed to be about. Teams at the top in at, in the Premier League. That's what you want to see. And not just all teams that are in the Premier League should always be aspiring to be the best that they can be. Anyway, um, there was talk from Luke Edwards uh, on his Twitter and saying he's quite surprised by the small transfer budget that Newcastle have had this summer. Comparing PIF spending for the um, the golf tournament at the Saudi... Yeah, the... Um, 54 golf and that's being sponsored by the, the PIF and I think it's kind of a forced equivalency because of they're essentially trying to with the 54 golf tournament thing it's not the same as being in the, in the already established league you know they're, they're doing something totally different and I know it does bring up the issues of the sports washing which has been attached to us as well but there is very much a false equivalency because they're making a new tournament in, in that's going to be a competitor after um, PGA whereas Newcastle are in the Premier League and there's already rules and regulations such as financial fair play which have been put in place to um, not necessarily well is to make teams have sustainable growth you know and that's what it's supposed to be but to me it's also about safeguarding teams at the top and their position and so they're not easily not tough their perch and this, this is going to be a long-term project by Newcastle United so statements like that aren't particularly um, helpful in in regards to uh, building that sense of unity that that's going to be needed during this period of transition and I, I just believe it's, it's slightly d divisive and it may be there may be other issues that he ha is having in terms of his um, ab ability to get information from Newcastle United so he, he's taking it out on the club and saying things such as this because I do believe there are substantial funds available but it's just being spent correctly and responsibly as it should be by any club that's trying to um, do any do anything in terms of being competitive you know we, all you have to do is look at what happened with Everton they spent quite recklessly on players that did not take them to that level that they wanted to grow, grow to and overspent and now they've been left with a, a huge financial hole in the club and they just about survived relegation last season and now they're having to sell just to keep the financial fair player at bay 
there's um talk there's been uh from John Joshua about his ambitions for the coming season that he sees the club being able to try and compete for the Europa League spots or that should be the aim at the very least for the coming season he's uh there's been a lot of talk about the way he's come back for pre-season that the way he's been he's lost um I believe 35 mil- and he's losing a 35 millimeters of fat you know it's the the way he's um responded to the introduction of Eddie Howe has been um it's been great to be honest because I, I was not particularly a fan of after Joe Shelby, but he has shown that he, he can rise to the challenge, you know. I thought when Eddie Howe come in, he got the way he started, getting the red card and everything. I thought it was just going to be downhill, downhill from there. Then he was just going to shuffle off and probably end up joining a promoted club or going to a team that's maybe trying to fight to for promotion from the championship something along those lines but he's really up to his game and he's rose to the challenge I've seen players like Bruno Gimiras joining the club as as well as um, John Joel Linton growing as a player and seeing that the club has serious ambition to improve and he's took that on and that's great to see you know he's showing that he does have a lot of character which has been spoken about but there have been times where he's shown um, a lack of consistency and an inability to hold his temperament but the fact that the way, the way he has responded and, and made every effort he can to to improve himself is indicative of what Newcastle are about now and it's great to see um, the sports lawyer John Devine has been hired by the club to, and I believe his speciality is, is working on commercial deals which is something which is, um, the club I believe is trying to address quite quickly to, to help bring in new revenue streams and that will help uh, make our dreams come true a lot quicker if we can get as many different sponsorships and revenue streams and the club can explore all the different ways that they can draw in revenue to the club and uh, there are ways and it's been mismanaged for a long mismanaged for a long time and now that it's been done in a professional manner the, the issues with financial fair play should eventually start to go away it'll be a while before they're making substantial amounts but it can be done and with the backing of the PIF as well that that will help grow it as well as Jamie Rubin Amanda Stavely and Madrid Gudusi and their links in the business world that will help bring many different avenues of uh, 
revenue and business links to the club. Uh, there's only I've only seen a few rumors today. The uh, Kalmadine Sulaiman Afren, his 20-year-old winger, he's a uh, he seems to like playing on the left and cutting in. He's right, he's right-footed. Uh, I heard that last season he had an injury to his vertebrae, which basically shut down his second half of the season. He seemed to be having a, a decent season to that point. He looks quite skillful and technical. And he, he moves the ball quite well from what I saw. He's happy to take on his uh, opposing defender. But I don't know particularly much about him. He's It's one of those rumours, I believe, that may just be more agent talk. There's been speculation amongst the fan base about um, Nicola Pepe, who I was speaking about yesterday. And he would be an interesting option as well, as he does have the ability. But like I was saying yesterday, I don't see him particularly wanting to stay in England, even though he does look like he has the ability to play at the Premier League. It seems like the stop starts that he was having at Arsenal can't have made him particularly um, happy about being in England. And his reputation has taken a substantial knock. So I, I don't know how that would work. He would be a decent punt as um, a loan with maybe an option to buy, not an obligation, an option. So Lucas could have a look at him and, and see if he can respond to what I would want to do with him. But I don't see it happening. He's got quite high wages as well. And Arsenal are really trying to recoup as many funds as possible. They've bought quite a few players. I think they just recently signed Zinchenko from Man City as well. So they've already spent, I believe, over £100 million this summer. And they still might maybe buy other players. So they are definitely looking to move out a few players. Reese Nelson maybe moving as well. I don't know what he's been looking like for the past season or so. And at the moment, there's a daily link to Jack Harrison and the saga over Newcastle and Leeds not being able to come to agreement on the price. With Newcastle having already made a bid of, I believe, £17 million, if you believe some certain sources. So it's just a a day-by-day look out in terms of uh, what's happening with transfer targets we're now two weeks away from the Premier League coming back so I'm happy to see that's not too far away and uh, yeah that's it for today so wherever you are have a good morning afternoon evening or night once again thank you for listening peace